Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to your off-season, Patriots fans. Yes, it's reality and it was an inevitability, one that came far too soon. Maybe some of you actually thought it came at the appropriate time. As far as I'm concerned, or at least the diehards and the Foxborough faithful out there, the offseason always comes too soon. But let me tell you, with the way things have been churning and burning in Foxborough at one formerly Tom Brady place of late, there's going to be an interesting offseason with plenty of pods and conversation to boot. How's everyone doing? Hello, how are you? Your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart with you once again on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, a presentation of WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Let me set the table for you right now. Of course, we are in the offseason. Uh, it's mid-January. Super Wild Card Weekend is at hand. Andy Hart, but the drama that will take place on the field this coming weekend, not nearly as juicy as the drama that unfolded this season and that is swirling around Gillette Stadium right now. We're going to talk about uh, big picture takeaways from the 2022 season that just ended with a 35-23 defeat up in Buffalo. Take a look at what's going on with Coach Bill Belichick and some choice uh, remarks that he made the other day that may have ruffled a couple of feathers at the old stadium and what his future looks like. And then, of course, everyone's favorite segment, Pat's Puri, all the news, notes, and nuggets that go around Pat's nation. All right, Hart, we've had a couple days to digest. You and I yesterday, whenever, Tuesday, we were on WEI in the afternoon show. Um, I know you've had a chance to hit the broadcast airwaves and register how you feel about this past season. The further away I get from it, more aggravated I get. I know a lot of people were relieved. It's not a playoff team. I want a higher draft pick. I just want it to be over. I didn't want it to be over. I hate when the Patriots get knocked out of the playoffs. But when I look at the or the playoff consideration, but when I look at this season, man, it's a turd. Like it's a it's a it's a lost season. It was an absolute waste. And we've lost video of Fitzy. Anyway, I I I love <laughs> to be right. I know this is a surprise to some people, but I love to be right. Uh, this is one time where I'm, uh, um, unfortunately, I was right. And we said it all along, yep. the predictions about the season. It's going to be a disaster offensively when you mm -hmm. put Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in charge of the offense. It was a disaster. You're going to hinder the development of your quarterback. You not only hindered it, we've used the word broken over the course of the season. At damaged. Da he's damaged. There's no doubt he's damaged goods. The question is, is it worth sending him back or getting rid of him? You ever get something from Amazon and you're like, well, I kind of don't want to go through the hassle of having to ship it back. And then they ship me another one. I needed it today. And you're like, it's only dinged a little bit in the back. Oh, this is mm -hmm. fine. Like I've done it. And that's what I think the question is with Mac. Is it like, do you need to send him back? Is he no longer useful or yeah, we can, we can deal with this. We can find a way. It's like your Christmas tree when you rotate it and put the ugly spot in the back. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Looks perfect from here. Just don't There's walk. Still over. an ugly spot guy. That's, that's right. But we can cover up ugly spots. Um, but I just like, that's what frustrates me is it was so obvious. Like, oh, they don't really have offensive playmakers. Go to guys like the real top of the depth. 
and they didn't, other than Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson, who kind of came out of nowhere to take on that role, lead you in receptions, lead you in rushing. If you didn't have Ramondre Stevenson, by the way, oh, holy boy. fook, we would have been absolutely porked more than we were porked. But the reality is the details were a little weird. Oh, yeah, I didn't really think they'd lose to the Bears on Monday Night Football at home when the Bears are going to have the number one overall pick. But we uh, the Bears' of- last win on the season, by the way. I just want to remind everyone, oh, yeah. the Bears' last win was on Monday Night Football Kicked against the Patriots when they kicked the unholy crap out of the Patriots. Like, that was the most lop. Believe it, that- isn't that weird? That was the most lopsided game of the Patriots' 2022 season. You know what's weirder? Bill Belichick broke, in my opinion, both quarterbacks that day because the 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 pumpkin returned for Bailey Zappi the second mm-hmm. half of that game with batted balls and oh oh Cinderella strong. fell down the stairs and like chipped a tooth scraped Absolutely. her elbow ripped the that dress was miraculous that he broke two quarterbacks in one day with the hand the way he <laughs> you, you gotta give it to him Andy like you he, really do he, in, he, in no. a career of doing the remarkable and unthinkable Belichick was able to actually semi-ruin two quarterbacks in one night so you know the number in Vegas was eight and a half ah, the damnedest thing they went into the last season I mean, the last game of the season, tied at halftime, Vegas nails another one. Literally, they're on the cusp of eight and a half wins right at halftime against, and then Buffalo. You're right. You're right. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, yeah. It was tied up. Came down to the final half of football. Buffalo made more plays. They deserved it. They got the big plays, the emotion, whatever. So now we're left with, since we're so right, since we nailed this season, I got. I went nine and eight, so you were closer to being right. I'll let you victory lap, and I know it'll be a small. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to. We were. We are six rings. Thank you. Yeah. Um. But we we were so right last year. Now it's like, well, where do we go from here? As we analyze what Mm -hmm. we want to see, forget what Belichick's going to do. We nailed it last year. So as a collective, we I think we Mm -hmm. earned the right to have a little swagger, and that's where we are. Like, how do we fix the roster? How do we fix the coaching staff? Uh, how many changes need to be made to the coaching staff? And does that start at the top? Like, there's a lot of big bleeping picture discussions being had. And I think it starts with, to me, it's 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 so interesting to know or not know. We won't know, really. But that conversation between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick that may or may not have occurred already, maybe on the docket soon, may have been at Davio's in a booth in the dark corner, like the Josh McDaniels one, whatever. Mm-hmm. How does Bill approach that? Is he, is you know, I'm not going to say hat in hand, because I don't think Bill will ever approach anybody with hat in hand as a humbled man. Like, he's he's accomplished too much. He's got too much of an ego and arrogance, and that's part of his success and all of that. As much as, the, b- as much as the bedads of the world like to tell us that, you know, perhaps this will be the offseason where Bill Belichick is willing to go hat in hand back to Robert Kraft and say, like, okay, you tell me what changes need to be made. I don't think Bill has that in him, nor do I think he should. I, I think I think the great ones don't. You have to be all in on your own beliefs to get to the level that he is. And now, he can be wrong. He was clearly wrong last year, uh-huh. but been wrong several times that, recently, Andy. But there's there's a gray area. There's a middle ground between hat in hand and my way or the highway, isn't there? Isn't there like a? And Robert Kraft is the ultimate bridge builder, right? Mm-hmm. He's done it for you know between the NFL and the NFLPA contracts, TV networks, all mm-hmm. of it. He's a bridge builder. Yeah, from the Foxborough fans to Meek Mill to Jeff Saturday and beyond. Absolutely. Or, or Brady and Belichick for the final 10 Not, years. Man, that's what my, many people think is like his greatest accomplishment right. is keeping that dynasty, that infrastructure together for almost two decades. So now can he build a bridge between himself 
and Bill. Not standing back and looking at two abutments. The abutments are Bill and Tom, or the NFL and the NFLPA. Can he be an abutment and build a bridge to Bill? That takes a big man. For, and Robert, listen, Robert Kraft has earned the right to also not have to go hat in hand to anyone, to have plenty of ego, to believe in himself as well, just like Bill Belichick has. Like, hey, listen, if I bought this team and I and I hired the right people and I gave you the checkbook at the right time and I approved these moves and I paid for you and I signed off on everything, Brady, and we got rich and th- we got fat and it wasn't too thin around here. And look at what we were able to build. And yes, I've profited from it. But guess what, Bill? Considering what the size of your paycheck is, so have you, my friend. Why should Robert Kraft have to be the one who is the bridge builder and goes to Bill and says, you got to meet me halfway on this one? Bill Belichick should be going up to management and saying, okay, I know you haven't heard this phrase come out of my mouth too often, but I'm sorry. I blanked up. Oh, I think he can say, I'm sorry, I blanked up without totally, you know, getting down on a knee with hat in hand, kissing the rings, all of those things. And that's part of the mid-ground. Like, there has to be, you know, the first step is admitting you have a problem. I, I think he needs to admit some of the mistakes he made over the last year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, but you can admit those without saying, whatever you want, Robert, take my control away of G. Like, I, I still think Bill is going to have a certain, uh, intestinal fortitude to his arguments and and so that's that's where i look at it like until that meeting takes place mm-hmm. and that kind of and and i do think from from your you just asked why would robert do that like should he do that is that sort of beneath him it is is it literally bill is beneath mm-hmm. him like that's bill may not want to admit that but literally, literally the masthead it's yeah. like his name yeah. is up robert's name is up top so he would want to do that because he believes Bill is still one of the better football coaches on the planet. He believes 2023, they're a better football team with Bill Belichick leading them than whoever is on their list. And I do believe they have a list. I mm-hmm. think they are too good a business family to not have a <clears throat> Jonathan open drawer three, if you know what I mean. And he pulls drawer out a three, list. dad. Yep. You heard me. Yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it. They have, they have, unlike Bill, and this has been one of the misgivings over the last couple of years with his non-existent contingency plans to replace some of the legends that have left the building, leaving them in the lurch at key positions, normally on offense. I think Robert and Jonathan and company have a lot of break glass in case of emergency plans with names behind them for GMs, coaches, coordinators. They've like... When Burt Breers and others of the world say the Patriots have done their due diligence on this former coach, that former coordinator, this possible option, it's not just Bill and Burge and Matt and Joe that have done the work. I'm sure the brass and ownership has done their work as well. And quite honestly, they should. Because if I'm them and I see diminishing ticket sales, I see empty seats, I hear from frustrated fans, I see a pro shop full of merchandise that hasn't sold all season long, I get Sunday night football games canceled, and there's a general air of uh, unrest, uneasiness in the air, and now the Patriots have gone from like a legend to a borderline punchline over the course of the year, you know, from getting flexed out of the Raiders game to watching the way that game unfolded to two special teams touchdowns in a winnable game against a Super Bowl favorite in the finale that got you punched out of the postseason. There's every reason in the world why Robert Kraft won't pull a, you know, hey, you schmuck conversation post Spygate 2007. But it might be a bill. You're going to have to tell me what's going on here because like my bottom line is hurting and I'm not having fun and I'm a Pats fan as much as I am owner.
Okay, so let's wrap up our sort of uh, off-season table-setting summarization of the disappointing 2022 with some simple questions. I do not want explanations of length, Fitzgerald, Fitzy. Okay? Okay, still, yeah. Will Bill Belichick be the head coach of the New England Patriots in 20... He said he would like to be back. Will he be the head coach of the Patriots in 2023? Yes. What was that? Because I think it may get hairy at times. I think there may be times where we believe that he won't be. But if I have to go, I'm not going to give you percentages. Like you said, not going to be a long one answer. Yes. Yes. He is back. Okay. I, I believe he will be back as well. Because I think he is going to be in position to navigate the hairy conversations. To mix mm-hmm. a few different metaphors all into one sentence. Works for me. Will Mac Jones be the quarterback of the New England Patriots? To start 2023, let's go there. I mean, games. No. Fitzgerald believes Mac Jones will be traded. I believe Mac Jones will be starting for another team. If I had to go one way or the other, I'm hot taking you here. I do Honestly, I think there's a very good chance he plays somewhere else. In the second segment, we will talk about that a little more at length and include, I'm guessing, a comment from William Belichick that may be playing a role in Fitzgerald's thinking. And who do you think will be the coordinator next season? Will Matt Patricia return under current pretense and non-existent title? Hell no, in Vince McMahon voice. No, I do not see. I, I can't envision because if Matt Patricia is the offensive coordinator, I think I need to go back to question one and change my answer. Mm-hmm. I think those things are tied together. I said this on uh, <clears throat> Humble Brag, NBC Sports Boston Television last night. To me, there's just these really two big issues that Robert Kraft is going to listen to Bill Belichick talk about. Mac Jones and Matt Patricia and what he plans to do with either, both, neither of those in some form or fashion and how he answers those questions and explains his plans for those mm-hmm. two people, I think will play a large role in how Robert reacts towards Bill's tenure, Bill's future, Bill's authority, all of those things. There's a lot hanging in the balance. If you think That's that there are, there's, that I know, if you think like this, like we've said on the radio and beyond that this offseason may actually be more interesting than this most recent football season, which, again, I have qualified as a lost season, a lousy season, and a wasted season because your quarterback regressed. No one on offense made any progress, really, except for Ramondre Stevenson. Jacoby Myers sort of stayed the same. He'll still get paid. God hope he's going to be with the Patriots. We'll get to that in segment three. And But Ramondre Stevenson even ended up having to try to do too much and trying so hard that he made pivotal mistakes that cost you football games or led to your demise in several football games and kept you out of the playoffs. Like, it was a lost season, and it was a bit of a waste. And now they have to work extra hard this offseason. You can't make up for last season, but you sure as hell can improve on what product you put out there last season. And if they can't, then even more changes are to come. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's going to be a wild off season. We'll be with you every move, press conference, trade, draft pick, and breaking news alert along the way. Give us a follow at Six Rings Pod at Fitzy GFY at Jumbo Heart and share the Six Rings podcast in your podcast community, Spotify, Apple Pods, the Odyssey app, and beyond. Happy to have you.